Ty. Here with your boy Mel. Yep. We played a lot of music so y'all can get motivated in the morning. Hope y'all use that for the gym right there. No, take some of that. Y'all can take some of that off the list. But uh, we definitely going to get into some good stuff today. Uh, thank you for coming back and rocking with us. So, uh, Mel, what we going to be discussing today? What we what we bringing up? Uh, we're going we're gonna to open up with this article on uh, Furthermore. Furthermore is uh, the magazine, a digital magazine through Equinox Gym. I, I'm sure a lot of people have heard of it. It's yeah. a ridiculously priced gym in your, your big cities in the country. Yeah, yeah. So if you get an opportunity to, go check it out. I haven't, um, but I, I will. I, I, I'm sure I will. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but if you get an opportunity, go check it out. But Yeah. So uh, what's the article speaking about? Um, the title is Why Health Doesn't Have to Be Hereditary. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much that's going into it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be a product of your mother and father or your grandparents and things of that sort, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, I mean, I've, you know me, I'm, I'm a college boy. Yeah. So I've had discussions with professors and doctors my whole career because I've never felt like certain diseases are hereditary. I think there's very few, you know, your sickle cells and yeah. stuff like that, that you just can't, you can't avoid. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of things are more cultural and lifestyle based than hereditary. I would definitely agree with that. I mean, if you look at any of those islands, those people are pretty healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like Jamaica, look, they are rocking. They are rocking. Their health is up there. Uh, and it's directly the things we eat. And I know that for sure. Like a lot of my family members suffer from uh, diabetes, heart disease, uh, cancer. Yeah. Uh, my mother being a cancer survivor. Um, but I, you know, they told me to do all these crazy tests. And I told them, no, I know I'm not a risk because of her. It's a risk of your lifestyle. So the lifestyle you put into this is, is going to put you more at risk. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I work out every day. That's why I eat a different way. You can't eat all this processed stuff and not expect to get something. It's yeah. it's insane. So don't let them lead you into thinking that. Yeah. But it, it goes beyond just the processed stuff and the fast food and all of that because the way that we cook and prepare our food yeah. is another problem. High blood pressure, uh, diabetes, all of this stuff is, you know, it's influenced by the amount of salt that we put in our food, the okay. amount of exercise that we don't do, the amount of fried food that we eat. Are you saying I can't have my fried chicken? Yeah, I mean, no, I don't once, in a, <laughs> once in a while, it's not bad. I don't even eat fried chicken no more. <laughs> Everything in moderation. Yeah. Everything in moderation. Yeah, I mean, definitely coming from a black home, man, it's a lot of fried chicken, uh, a lot of fried everything. And it's just because uh, it's faster, it's easier, and, you know, it, ta it tastes better. I can't lie about that. The taste is way better, but is that worth it? Is it worth it in the end? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to Google something quick. Because... It's crazy how what I said to myself when I got healthy is I'd rather force myself to eat better than a disease force me to eat better. Yeah. Now I can choose and eat how I want to, when I want to, without a disease telling me, oh, no, that wasn't the time to do that. 
<laughs> or my insulin levels are too high or too low, whatever it may be. Um, but diabetes is going up. Yeah. And it's not only our culture no more. Uh, it's, it's hitting everybody now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so our taste buds change every five to seven years. Yeah. So let's say today is the first day of your six-month taste bud change. Mm-hmm. So you don't like fried chicken no more. No. It doesn't taste good. Grilled chicken is amazing. Yeah. It's that simple. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is a fact. What? Our oh, taste buds change every five to seven years. My taste buds have changed. Since so, I stopped eating beef, I don't even like burgers anymore. I can't yeah. even stand the smell of it. Um, since I stopped eating pork, I, I don't even like bacon or anything like that. So yeah. everything's changed. And I actually like vegetables a lot now. I hated it when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. Vegetables for what? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? What do I eat vegetables for? That's funny. <laughs> I don't want that green thing on my table. <laughs> um, I don't want anybody to miss it. One of the biggest things that Ty said in the past, you know, few minutes is he doesn't get tested for certain things because he doesn't believe that he's at risk for them just because people from his family have may have had them. Yeah. So what what we're getting into there is that mindset. Exactly. If you believe that you're predispositioned for high blood pressure and diabetes, then you're you're pretty much speaking that into existence. I've never checked off the box on a medical form saying this runs in my family. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the mindset it always comes down to the mindset. Losing weight, like we said in the last show, losing weight, preparing yourself to go to the gym, just getting through them tough workouts, those tough days. Oh, it's snowing, it's raining, I'm tired. Your mindset gets you through all that. Uh, and what you put out in the world is what you're going to get back. So I would never, it's not that you shouldn't get checked at the doctor. So, you know, you should get checks, check checkups uh, here and there, but. Don't put it in your mind that, oh, I got to get checked for cancer every five years, every this and that. Get that out of here, man. Um, Like I said, my mother's a cancer survivor. I'm not worried at all. I'm doing what I got to do. Yeah. (laughs) I'm working hard in the gym. I'm eating better. Uh, Not even better. My whole lifestyle's changed. So I'm not worried about anything at all. (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. So let's talk about getting in shape. I want to touch on exercise guidelines and nutrition guidelines. Let's start with with exercise guidelines. So, what do you you get a brand new client? Yeah. What What's the first thing you're doing as far as exercise to get them lined up? Well, I'm checking where they are first of all. Um, checking if they got any injuries, any sickness. Uh, that way I can go from there. High blood pressure, low blood pressure, anything of that sort. So in case anything happens while I'm with them, I can handle it the right way. Uh, Then for injuries, I got to know what's bothering, what's hurting. That way I don't re-injure you or do something that you're not really supposed to do. Uh, Like I have a client who has um, a pacemaker. He only can lift 50 pounds. That's what they said. So sometimes these doctors are put something on you that is re- it really doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, it's not saying, okay, he said 50, let's go to 100 today. 
but I'm going to work you up past what they said because I know your body can take it. So I've been with him for years now and uh, he's doing very well. Um, prior trainers before me, he said wouldn't push him because they was too scared to. Yeah. It was like, oh, you got this heart disease. I don't really want to mess with that. Yep. It was a fear thing. He got in there. I said, no, we're going to get busy. Let's go. You're going to run down this. What? Run? Yeah. Run. <laughs> Let's go. You're going to lift this. Uh, but I did it in a safe way. So I'm just going to check where you are, first of all, to get you where you need to be. I'm, I agree 100% with that. I tell people all the time, if you got a trainer or you go meet with a trainer and they're not checking on where you've been and yeah. where you're at, walk away. Hey, oh, of course. Walk away. And you can't take somebody who's been on a couch for years and just say, okay, now you're going to do this and do burpees. And, it's time to die. Yeah, you can't push <laughs> them like that. Are you yeah. crazy? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and a lot of there's a lot of fake trainers out there. And when I say fake, I don't. I'm not getting on you, but I'm getting on you. Uh, you're not educating yourself enough. When I became a trainer, I didn't just jump into it. I educated myself first, but now I worked for some of the best trainers for about two years straight for free just to learn, just to be on that scene, to get their hands-on education. If you don't got hands-on education, it don't matter. Yeah. You can't be a doctor, get all the information from a book and never try any of the procedures and say, oh, now I'm ready. Yeah. There's no a reason way. why they use cadavers. Yeah. And they got to do internships. And I mean, I don't really know the lingo, but clinicals and all this other extra stuff. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, they're still technically in school when they graduate and they're working at the hospital. Exactly. So when, when you're in the hospital and you see those four or five doctors come in with the white coats, they're learning. Mm-hmm. And just because you become a trainer because you work out doesn't mean you're a trainer. Yeah. You can't say this is the workouts I do, so I know how to train people. No, no. Everybody's body is different. You can't work everybody the same exact way. Uh, yeah. Some people are going through hormone changes and uh, testosterone drop. Uh, so you have to treat everyone differently. You can't just cookie cut a workout and say this fits everybody. It's the dumbest thing in the world. So you guys got to watch out for those type of trainers as well. Make yeah. sure you're getting the best out of what you pay for. Yeah. And don't be afraid to pay for it. <laughs> like, if your wheels needed tires, you're going to get new tires. Your body needs some attention. Do it. And because you can't go to work. You can't do anything without your body yeah. or being in better health. So make sure you take care of you first. And in my experience, people don't fully commit. Nine times out of ten. They don't even fully commit if they haven't made some form of financial contribution. Yeah. Um, it, on very rare occasions does that happen. Yeah, there, yeah. There's a reason why they call it paying attention. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> there is For a sure. reason. Yeah. Um, so like he said, first we're going to figure out about your past. Mm-hmm. We're going to figure out where your strengths and weaknesses are now. Yep. And then we're going to set up some type of program. Um, if you're trying to lose or gain weight, it's going to affect what, what you're getting out of the program. Yeah. But generally, you're going to start with at least three days a week. No yeah. less. No less. So if you're out there listening and, and you're a do-it-yourselfer, that's what you got to do. 
If you think one day a week is going to get you fit, you out of your mind. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, I would say the least amount three days. Yeah. Um, and then if you want to do seven days, because some people don't want to rest, you know, yeah. switch it up. You can't keep hitting the same body parts over and over again. You need to heal. Um, you need to do some cardio, do some weightlifting. Don't just do cardio. Don't just do weightlifting. You got to do a little of both. Yeah. And depending on your age, it might be a little different for you. Uh, the older you get, the harder it is for you to recover. Yeah. So you have to keep that in mind as well. Yeah. So for somebody who wants to build muscle, not lose weight, what, what do you say they should do? Um. So this is for people. I always take a person's goals or what they believe their goals are. And I try and figure out why those are their goals. Yeah. Because a lot of people have an idea of what they want, but they're not sure about what they want. Yeah. Um, so I, I say that to say this. If you're skinny fat or you're a little overweight and you just want to get big, but you're also a little unhealthy. Let's focus on the health first and lose weight. So I don't want to just put the information out yeah, yeah. without a little bit of context. So when I get skinny guys and skinny girls in that want to put some weight on, I tell them to eat everything. Yeah. Eat everything. Uh -huh. Because nine times out of ten, you got somebody that can afford personal training. They can probably, they they probably would already be at a place where they want to lose weight mm -hmm. by that time in their life. You, you get what I'm saying? Oh yeah, for sure. So, the likelihood of somebody coming in and saying I want to gain weight means they're a hard gainer. Yeah. So that's what I experienced growing up. So you got to eat everything. Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks they eat a lot until they get a trainer that knows how to get big. Yeah, exactly. Right? Um, and you got to lift. Heavy. Men, women, and children. You got to lift heavy. Mm -hmm. Not heavy enough to hurt yourself, but heavy enough to know that you're lifting stuff that's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and a lot of people are afraid to push those limits. They feel like they're going to get hurt. Um, so I just seen a documentary. I don't know if you've seen it. The Ronnie Coleman documentary. Yeah. Somebody, somebody referenced that to me. Like, you see, he lift all that weight. And now he's going through all these back surgeries. He had a hip replacement. Mm -hmm. That's a possibility if you do certain things. Um, so this guy was lifting, I mean, squatting like 800 pounds or more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to say he was without the full knowledge, but a lot of those guys are on steroids. So what steroids does is help you heal quicker, right? But it also allows you to lift more faster. So you become a different human being. Just because your muscles can take it doesn't mean your joints are able to take it. No. Bodies aren't made to do certain things. So for anybody who is taking steroids, just because you can lift 800 and more doesn't mean you should. Yeah. There's a certain limit that your body may be able to take yeah. before you start damaging things. Yeah. For any people out there that are natural and lifting heavy natural... Your body's going to know what you're supposed to put on it, as long as you're doing it in a safe way. Uh, what would you say to someone that is afraid of lifting too heavy? 
man up. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I don't, I don't see where the fear is. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying if you're doing a 45 pound bar for the bench press right now to yeah. go put 315 on there. Yeah, yeah. Heavy is relative. So it's heavy for you. It doesn't have to be what I'm lifting. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Now, if me and Ty go work out together and he's stronger than me in the shoulder press, <laughs> I mean, nine times out of ten, I'm going to lift a little bit heavier than I normally would. Yeah, you, you but that's push. just Yeah, that's the, the comp- competitive drive. That's the motivation. Yeah. But I'm not going to go in the gym by myself and try and shoulder press 225. Yeah, nah. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and it's, sometimes that's what you, you see. What he said is when we work out together, we push each other. Maybe that's what you need as well. You need a partner to help push you. But don't rely on a partner to help push you. Uh, do it by yourself. Uh, if you can't do it by yourself, get a trainer. Don't be afraid to get a trainer. A lot of guys, I don't need a trainer. because They don't want to look like a wuss or a punk or they feel like they know everything. You don't know everything. Nobody knows everything. Get somebody to push you. I mean, I used to have this this guy, and I, shout out to him still, man, uh, Obi from Full Circle. That that guy pushed me to my limits, man. I, and I always looked up to him, and I still do, even with my career. I think if it wasn't for him and Jason Brader and my cousin Terrell Morton, I don't think I even would have been in this situation of training people or even talking this fitness stuff here right now today. <laughs> um but through those three guys, they pushed me to the limits. But OB used to kill me. <laughs> kill me. But it, he, I also wanted to make him proud of me. I wouldn't tell him that. But I'm like, no, I got to go harder tomorrow so he's happy with my performance. You yeah. need people like that around you. Yeah. You need people that bring that beast out of you. I mean, he already knew. Like, whatever he tells me to do, I'm doing it. I don't care if I can do it or not. I'm doing it till I pass out. Yeah, I'm making it happen. And that's even outside of fitness. Yeah. You you got to surround yourself with people that are going to help elevate you, help help push you to the next level. Yep. Whether it's spiritually, intellectually, I mean, in every arena. You, you can't you can't swim in a pool with sharks. <laughs> For real. <laughs> and expect to catch goldfish. <laughs> This is the truth, man. It's the truth. So, now, we're going to go on commercial quick, pay the bills, and we're going to come right back, uh, and we're going to bring you some more great information. So, stay tuned, baby.
make the streets talk, let them know it ain't a sweep off. This gon' be the only joint made this year that'll knock to 2003. And y'all gon' see that the hottest uh, out there was, is, and will be me. Just like that, I can go away for a minute, do some other shit, but bounce right back and wear this song. I'm coming strapped with some that'll spit from dust to dawn. And when you gone, ain't no coming back in the morning like that shit with the dream, you can be gone. That's for real. Creep up like a seal, talk to still, stick it up, make him swill. Oh my God, those can't be the last words of your man. What? Your man was so hard. Come on, bring it. What? London. If you're worried about your parent or loved one living alone, like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call a place for mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. Finding an apartment that was on the courtyard with the view of the trees, the view of the ducks, the stream, the creek, all of that, that was what I needed. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. Here's the number. 
To speak with a local senior living advisor, call a place for mom at 800-451-2976. That's 800-451-2976. A place for mom is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. To speak with a local senior living advisor, call a place for mom at 800-451-2976. That's 800-451-2976. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-962-6969. 800-962-6969. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-962-6969. 800-962-6969. Yeah, 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 we back. We back. We're going to be posting some uh, videos of the day, and we're also going to uh, post that article that we were just speaking about in the first half, uh, so you guys can check it out. Uh, we also want you guys to send some pictures to us, man. Uh, if you got some transformation pictures or some success stories about your weight loss or just health in general, or maybe you beat cancer or something, whatever your story may be, send it to us so we can post it on the page. We we definitely want to give shout outs to the people who deserve it, and that's everybody who's working hard. Uh, right now, we're going to get into certain supplements and maybe it's some things that you're missing in the gym. Maybe you're working hard and you're not getting results. Maybe you need an extra supplement or something to help you in your success. So one of the things uh, we spoke about on the break was creatine. Um, I took creatine a while back and I felt like it was messing with my temperament, but they said that would never happen. So maybe it was something in that that I wasn't seeing that was actually doing that. But um, I mean, you want to elaborate more on that? Yeah. Um, so creatine is not like all of these pre-workouts and all of these multi-ingredient supplements that we see, you know, at, at stores today. Yeah. So creatine is the most researched supplement for health and wellness in the history of fitness. Yeah. I mean, there's extensive, extensive research about creatine. Um, and what it does is, so... Carbohydrates being our primary energy source during resistance training. Yep. And that includes sprinting, jumping, stuff like that. Anything that's explosive, anything under three seconds. Yeah. Um, is gonna use ATP, which is like a three part carbohydrate, three mm-hmm. sugars bounded. So when you perform that activity, those three parts become two. You lose one of those parts. Okay. So your body's going to take up free-flowing glucose and reattach to those two pieces that are left to recreate that ATP. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, we only eat a certain amount of carbs or 
you're carb restricting yourself yeah. or you're on a keto diet. Um, so you're not going to have as much free flowing carbohydrates as you have ADP post-workout, so to speak. Yeah. So what creatine does is acts like one of those carbohydrates and bounds bonds to the diphosphate, bringing it back to ATP. Yeah. So all it does is replenish that energy. Okay. Um, I mean, it does a little bit more. It might fill you up because it takes more water, more sodium to get that pump into the muscle. Um, the one side effect that I've ever heard about, two, the two side effects I've ever heard in all of the study that I've done with carbohydrate yeah. is bloating and very few people and diarrhea. Well, I ain't had no diarrhea and I wasn't bloated. Yeah. I was just angry. Maybe yeah. it was something else. Maybe it was. There, there's no way. I've never read a single study about creatine changing somebody's on a mm. psychological level. Um, yeah. So I don't know if it was some type of pre-workout that had creatine in it. And the person that gave it to you said, this is creatine. Yeah. But there's literally no way. Maybe it was cocaine. <laughs> I don't do drugs. Well, you <laughs> but, but I don't know what they gave me at the time. Uh, oh, then it was Definitely. They, I'm they in might love have with me the something else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was acting a damn fool. Uh, so maybe it was something else. So, hey, for everybody out there, make sure you get the bottle and you get to read what's in that damn bottle. Don't just start taking stuff at the gym that people offer you. You don't know what the hell they're giving you. Because uh, I damn sure was angry, yelling at my best friend, and almost slapped him over a basketball game. I was acting a fool. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, that's, but that's one of the supplements I did take, uh, protein shakes. Uh, I've, I've taken so many different protein shakes, and they made me feel bloated. They made me feel sick. Um, so I stopped taking them, but I did jump into something uh, that a lot of people heard about. And there's, uh, there's a lot of bad information on it and a lot of good information on it. But um, there was uh, Herbalife shakes I was taking, and I, I still take. Uh, and I, I love it. Uh, it fits. It works. Uh, I don't feel bloated. It goes down fairly easy, and they got a whole line of everything. Um, what's some of the proteins you've taken? Um, I'm what you call a brand loyalist, right? Yeah. <laughs> so if I get one brand of something, I tend to stick to it for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, so I have used. I'm gonna. I'm a weirdo. I gotta write as I talk for some <laughs> reason. I've used uh, Muscle Tech. Yeah. Um, but that was a mass gainer. It was their Mass Tech. Okay. The brand is Muscle Tech. I used that. That was the first protein that I used, um, Mass Tech and Nitro Tech. I've okay. used BSN's, whatever their protein is called. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I used BSN, Muscle Tech. I've used Dimatize. Mm -hmm. I have used First Form. Okay. And that's pretty much it. That's okay. pretty much it. Each one of those was like over a span of time. So Muscle Tech was probably the first two years of me working out. BSN was probably three years of me working out. Dimatize I used for one year because I did the bodybuilding.com transformation challenge. Yeah. And they required you to use that brand. Okay. Um, and then first form I've been using since 2015. 2014, 2015, something like that. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much what I use. It's it's really light. 
It's kind of like uh, Herbalife in the sense that, I mean, I've taken an entire scoop of First Form, mm-hmm. put it in through a funnel into a water bottle, yeah, and was able to drink it out of a water bottle. Oh, okay. And so it doesn't get super thick. Yeah, yeah. Again, I don't use milk with it, so that might be a part of the reason why, but I can't do the proteins that are like a milkshake. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not a milkshake kind of guy. So... I come in the gym. I want to cut weight fast. With some supplements, I should jump into. Let's jump into that. Should I take a fat burner? No. Okay. And why shouldn't I take a fat burner? Because you're not working hard enough to take a fat burner. Yeah, it is. So y'all hearing this? Okay. Uh, in my opinion, fat burners are for people that are doing everything right. Yeah. If you're a competitive bodybuilder, mm-hmm. if I mean the supplement companies are gonna hate me for this and we're gonna have some of them come in here as they don't guests. sponsor us yet and even even if they do sponsor us <laughs> we gotta even, give it a roll even if they do I, I'm a man of my word yeah. I, I really don't care yeah you can sit right across from me I'm not marketing a fat burner to my everyday client okay ever because they don't need it yeah yeah pre-workout um there's a time and a place for pre-workout um but I don't think you need pre-workout. There's a lot of things that pre-workout can do for you. Okay. Um, but it's not for everybody. Okay. Pre-workout works. It, it, it can give you the feeling of motivation to work out. Yeah, yeah. But don't take pre-workout before you do cardio unless you've done it before. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put anybody on the spot, <laughs> but somebody near and dear to me went on a run mm-hmm. after taking pre-workout and ended up hurting itself. Well, that's what I tell all my clients. If you're gonna train with me, do not take a pre-workout because you're you're gonna die. Your heart rate. I'm gonna bring your heart rate to the highest levels. And when you take that pre-workout, that's what you're already doing. You're pressing your heart rate. Uh, so don't take a pre-workout before you work out with me. It won't end well. Uh, you'll, you'll probably wake up and me holding your feet in the air, trying to get yeah. you back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. don't do it. Um, BCAs. What do you think about BCAs? And before we get into BCAs, <laughs> describe what BCAs are. Okay, so protein is made up of chains of amino acids. Every protein, the proteins in our body are made up of these branch chain amino acids or essential amino acids. They're just amino acids, right? Mm -hmm. So BCAAs are the pieces of the links for the chains of protein. Yeah. In my humble opinion, because I'm just some regular guy, I don't really know everything, right? But if your protein is sufficient, you probably don't need BCAAs. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you're in intermittent fasting, fasted cardio, alternate day fasting, stuff like that, and you're looking for something to maybe minimize the amount of muscle breakdown you're getting during your workout or your cardio, that's when uh, EAAs or BCAAs make sense. Okay. Outside of that... It doesn't make sense. Now, there there is some science that shows, like, uh, better recovery with BCAAs. That's what they say, anyway. Yeah. 
but they say a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Protein is not necessary. Protein powder yeah. is not necessary if you're already eating the proper amount of protein. Okay. Therefore, BCAAs are not necessary <laughs> if you're eating the proper amount of protein. True. But but there's before you go out and buy it, look at the research or yeah. talk to somebody that you believe is honest and has your best interest at heart and is gonna not push you to waste money. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I've never been a huge supplement guy, like I said before. Got in the gym, just did the work, ate better, and I felt good. But I am gonna say, when it got to those really, really low numbers in weight, I started feeling a lack of energy, and I, uh, I was working out so much, I wasn't recovering well. So um, the way I did it was freestyling. I think you should do some research uh, and find out what you're lacking before you just freestyle it. Because yeah. I was breaking my body down. <laughs> so many, I was working out three times a day, just killing myself. So make sure you do the research before you do that. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and a lot of personal trainers have some type of nutrition course behind them. Yeah. Um, and most nutrition courses have some type of vitamin or nutrient deficiency chapter to it. Yeah. So they can at least point you in the right direction. They're, they can't really give you, at least not in this state, they can't really give you di- dietary guidelines and, you know, dial you in that way. But they can say, hey, this is what I think might work yeah give it a shot if it doesn't work then maybe you should talk to your doctor and see a specialist that's a key word i think it might work if you are not a certified nutritionist or you didn't go to school for it uh you're not supposed to be giving that information out that's that's for trainers out there um you can get in trouble for giving that type of information without saying i'm not a nutritionist but this is what i did to help me yeah so you got to watch out with your verbiage um but, I mean, and again, with nutrition, too, uh, you just can't hand make a meal plan that fits everybody. You got to individually find out things that they lack, what they need, and uh, see their body types so you can actually get them the right nutrition. Uh, what, you, describe some of the different body types. Um, so, really, there's three. Yeah. Um, I don't really pay much attention to them, but I do remember it's your ectomorph. Mm-hmm. Mesomorph and endomorph. One is, you know, skinny, long limbs, mm-hmm. doesn't put on a lot of fat very easily or weight at all very easily. Yeah. Um, then your mesomorph is in the middle. Those, these are your blocky looking guys. They were muscular in high school. Yeah. Or at least had an athletic appearance. Um, this is what your bodybuilder is supposed to be based off of. Yeah. And then your endomorph, I might be mixing the two up, but, and then your endomorph is a little bit rounder, pear shaped for women. Yeah. Um, puts fat on easier, has a harder time losing fat. Um, and the next question is going to be, well, do I need to train for my body type? Yes and no. But know that nobody is specifically one body type. And know that as you progress in your fitness journey, your body type is going to change. Oh, yeah. My body type definitely changed. It was big and blocky. I always had nice arms. 
Y'all know those who know me know I had them fly arms, you know, <laughs> and that there nice chest, go. girl. You better holler. There we go. <laughs> but I always had the muscular chest and arms. Even when I used to be on stage singing, you know, yeah, I'm a Uh-oh. singer, girl. So holler at me Ooh, yeah. if you want to hear the next mixtape. It ain't being made yet. <laughs> but if you want to hear my voice, holler back. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was, I was a big you, boy, you know. I was actually a security guard at the Puerto Rican club because I was just such a big looking dude. But my belly, man, I, I couldn't even tie my sneakers. I, I would try to bend over to tie my sneakers and I couldn't breathe. We call that bear mode. Yeah, that's crazy. And I didn't even drink beer. No, no, beer, beer like raw. Oh, oh, be- oh I thought yeah. you said beer, like drinking beer. Don't uh, laugh at me. <laughs> yeah, but I was a big dude. And after I lost weight, they didn't want me in the club no more. I said, Bobby, I don't like how you look no more, Poppy. <laughs> like, damn, all right. You know what I'm saying? They thought I was on something, <laughs> kicking me out. But that's um, all right. <laughs> yeah. But... Definitely, man. You got to figure out your body type. And like you said, everybody is not just one body type. And um, don't say you're big boned. What the hell is a big boned? Are you related to dinosaurs? I don't understand. What What the hell? Your bones are just naturally bigger than everybody else's? What the hell is that? It's it's not that you're big boned. You got to eat different and work out and do different things. You're thick. Yeah, you're thick. And everybody thick. Don't you know that don't mean you're out of shape. You know some some thickness is nice. Hey, if you if you're in the black community, we like thickness. That's all right, oh <laughs> girl. You better eat a little something. Um, Take that rib. You're crazy. Man. <laughs> and then, you know what I'm saying? And then there's multivitamins. Yeah, yeah, multivitamins. Oh yeah, let's definitely get into that. So, with with the multivitamins, why is it important? Um, multivitamins first and foremost are a little controversial yeah because most people that have taken one know that when you take them and you go use the bathroom you get like this neon yellow fluid yeah this this uh this urine is neon yellow (laughs) no matter how much water i drink why does my urine look like this Uh um and some people say it's because you're wasting money and you're pissing (laughs) your multivitamin out um i don't know but the food this day, these days suck. Yeah. Unless you're growing your own food. So a multivitamin ha- definitely has a place when we're talking health. I, I can't say that it's going to make you build any more or less muscle. Yeah. But so what it might say? be worth it. Yeah. If you're not eating well and you don't have none of the right nutrition down or just a quarter of it or half of it, you should be taking a multivitamin. If you're eating perfect. Then you might not need a multivitamin. It yeah. might not even affect your body at all. So, definitely for the people who are not It'll eating, affect perfect, your wallet though. Yeah, it definitely will affect your wallet. So you better, you know, find ways to get this at a better price. But also, don't just buy crap because just just because it says multivitamin doesn't mean it's the best for you. Make sure you research that as well. Um, I haven't taken any multivitamins. I just eat my nutrition. Uh, the reason I didn't take multivitamins because when I did, it made it actually made me feel sick. Um, I tried a different brand, and that made me feel sick. So I was thinking maybe it's because I was eating so well at the time that my body just wasn't accepting it, or it was just hard for my liver um, to just clean it up. But I also have uh, a problem that a lot of people have, where I was I had gallstones. 
So I got my gallbladder removed. So if you have your gallbladder removed, everything is different when you eat it. Everything digests differently. You don't have that filter that you used to have. So you have to be very careful on how you eat uh, because your body does not process the same way anymore. That's crazy. We're like polar opposites when it comes to that. Yeah. Because I can literally, I mean, I'm, I'm sure not everybody knows this, but I, I call myself a plant-based eater. Yeah. I do eat meat. I, I don't believe that everybody has to cut everything out, but I do eat meat on a very minimal basis mm-hmm. um, because meat, most meat is considered a carcinogen. Yeah. Just putting that out there. Um which cigarettes are a carcinogen, in case you didn't know that. Um, but I can digest everything. I've had, like, ice cream with orange juice and Pepsi poured over it. Oh, wow. I mean... Don't listen to this guy with that. No, I, that. I promise you. <laughs> no, I'm I, saying don't eat that. I can digest pretty... I could probably eat this table and be good for the <laughs> gym in 30 minutes. But you have your gallbladder. I do. Yeah, see, that's a difference. I do. Um, and my stomach, I swear, it has, like, a cast iron... Lining, because I can. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, no. When you don't have your gallbladder, it does not filter out the fats as easy. So, also, if you don't have a gallbladder, you can't go on these high fat diets because your body doesn't filter it the same way. So anymore. keto is a no go for you. But no way, no yeah. way. Keto's. I'd be in a hospital. Yeah. But we gonna go pay some bills. We gonna come back and we gonna talk about sex. Does it burn calories? Uh Uh-oh. We're going to get on that. So if it's any children listening, get up off this. No, they don't got to (laughs) go. We ain't going to get like that. (laughs) They talking about it in school anyway. You're right. Sex education. Oh, no. I'm talking about the kids. Oh, yeah. They talking about it in school. (laughs) Man. That's crazy.
longer remember your name. That's how we do it. Make cowards disappear in the thin air by putting shit through. Never coming back. Last time you saw it, last time you'll see it. No more deaths. Cause in a minute you're gonna have grandma being the only family member left. Bust my gun. If I got the kill, but I'm always down for the one on one. For the cops, ride or die. What that means is that I'll tell him bye bye and pop him in his right eye. idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Hey, hey, in the nude, Ty and Mel, we are back. 
So while we was on break, uh, I had my live up and I was taking some questions. But one question I did get uh, from another trainer, Nick, uh, awesome trainer. Uh, he said, do we prefer bro science or research science? So what do you prefer? Um, I think they both have merit. Yeah. I, I like to mix both together, honestly. Um, because science is, is never ending. Bro science has been the same for a very long time. Yeah. And real science, as he called it. There's, there's always something new coming out. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with trying new things. I mean, when it comes to fitness, we have to try new things. Yeah. Um, speaking of new things, I have the top 10 fitness trends of 2019, but we'll get into that in oh, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, bro science is cool. I just, one body part a day or one workout per body part a week, I don't think is enough. Um, one body part, <laughs> one body part per week. You said no. So like, let's say you do chest and triceps on Monday. Yeah, that's on Monday, every week, and only on Monday every week. So it's once a week. The frequency of training, and that's with bro science, correct? Yeah, yeah. G- give or take. That's that's about where bro science lands. See, I'm, I'm going to say I have to lean a little with both, but it all depends on age as well. Um, if you're younger, that may work. <laughs> Doing chest and triceps together and, um, you know, back and biceps together. Those body parts may work when you're younger uh, and your metabolism is a, a lot different. But as your testosterone and things drop as you get older, I think for people over 40, you need to change that. You cannot work like that. Uh, it would have to be very different. So I would go with science because we evolve all the time. The humans are changing all the time and information changes as well. Uh, so we have to keep up to date with all of it. That's why as a trainer, you get certified every two years. So you can keep evolving as a trainer and knowing what changes and what things might be different. So I'm just going to go with real science. Yeah. Um, Anything works when you're a teenager. Yeah. (laughs) And that's why bro science works when you're a teenager. Not to say that bro science itself is bad, but I think even as a teenager, you'll get a lot better results with more frequency. Yeah, exactly. Um. Now, let's say you're doing the same split, but hitting those workouts multiple times a week, then I don't have a problem with bro science. Yeah. That, that's why last week I said everything works. You just got to put it into context. Exactly. Not everything, but. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, educate yourself. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. Um, try you it. To, you have to try it. And you have to go through fails and success to learn what's good and what's not good. Me, when I first started working out, I didn't lose any weight at all the first three months. Uh, So I had to learn what was going on. Uh, And that's actually what I was doing. I was doing a split where it was like chest and triceps and taking these long rests in between and then doing something different. It didn't work for me. Uh, Then I started doing back and chest together and also not taking breaks at all. And that worked for me. And I couldn't do cardio at the time, so that was my cardio. Just moving from one machine to the next, uh, but knowing what body parts I'm working. 
Uh, I couldn't do any cardio because I tore my Achilles tendon at the time, and that recovery was crazy. <laughs> it was a crazy recovery, but that worked for me. So you have to learn what works for you. Uh, again, maybe getting a trainer or just sitting with a trainer, getting some information will help push you in the right direction. Yeah. So just try to get that extra help. Yeah. Uh, something we said was going to bring up, the sex burn calories. So this is a question that I heard, and I loved it. They said, does sex burn calories? Absolutely. Yes, it does. Am I promoting sex? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I got eight kids. I'm promoting it. <laughs> so why not? <laughs> no, you are an ambassador. You're not promoting it. You're an ambassador. You know, I, yeah, I am the ambassador. So, yeah, sex burns calories. But, again, it depends on what you put into it. So if you go on a treadmill and you're walking very slowly, is it burning a lot of calories? Shout out to, to Team Wilson Bodybuilding. <laughs> Intensity is everything. Intensity so is everything. Are, are we making love or? Hey, you can make love or, and be intense. Are we trying to? Oh yeah, you can be intense, but are you yeah. handling business? I don't know if you can handle business. What? Well, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's all handling business. I, I I'm, handle. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get too deep. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> your heart rate is important. Whether it's lifting weights, doing cardio. Having sex, cleaning the house. Yeah. You burn calories. I'm burning calories right now. Everything you do, you burn calories. Yeah. That heart rate is what matters. Not that there's a fat burning zone mm-hmm. like they used to say back in the days. So, this, is, this is the zone where you burn fat. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, man. Well, maybe you want to wear your smartwatches and. Have sex in it and see how many calories you burn, and maybe you can turn it up a little bit. Yeah, uh, this might help out your That's relationship. That's actually a good idea. Yeah, put That's your watch on. Idea. Don't be. Don't keep watching your watch while you're doing certain things. That might, you know, I'm gonna check my. That heart might rate make right them feel now. a certain way. You know, you can't just stop in the middle of hey, wait a minute, let me let me check my heart rate before we finish. <laughs> so, you know, sex does burn calories. Uh, the intensity will show how many calories it burns, and can it replace your treadmill? Um, it depends on the intensity. I would love to replace my treadmill with it. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, you don't need cardio. Yeah. One thing we, we missed when we were talking nutrition and losing weight, you don't want to play all your cards at the same time, right? So, yeah. like, when I do show prep, I don't start cardio right away. Yeah. I just... I mean, for me, it's a little bit different. For you, it's a little bit different because mm-hmm. we work out on a regular basis. But for somebody that's just getting into working out, that's all you need to do is work out. Yeah. And then you start working on your diet. And then when that stops working, you start adding in cardio. Yeah. And then when that stops working, you start manipulating your carbs. And then when that stops working, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Baby steps. If you do everything at the same time, Eventually, you're going to stop losing weight, and then what are you going to do? Oh, exactly. You're going to you're gonna plateau. So that's what it's about, too, changing the way you're working out. Uh, it'll definitely, you'll definitely hit a plateau doing the same things over and over again. Uh, I keep cardio in my routine in different ways, and that's because I came from a background of you have to do cardio, which is boxing, basketball, uh, mixed martial arts. If you do any boxing, cardio is life. 
You get in that ring and your cardio ain't up, you're over. <laughs> I mean, yeah, mixed martial arts for me is cardio. Yeah, yeah. So sure. Yeah, I'm not down with the cardio. <laughs> See, but it's different way. You're not down with it because it's boring or Um it is boring yeah. for one. Um and two, I mean the army ran me to death, man. Yeah. I, I don't got no more miles in me. But you don't necessarily have to <laughs> run to get your cardio. If you hit the pads, that's cardio as well. So I'm gonna have to take this guy on. Let him hit the pads a little bit. I bet you'll love it too. You look like you got aggression. You, you, you know, I, <laughs> look, look, look aggressive sitting in that damn chair so know, damn straight. You, you know, I, I do MMA, right? So I do hit pads and whatnot. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't feel like that's cardio. No. Nah. My heart rate is super low, though. Like right now, and I'm bouncing in the chair at 60 beats a minute. Oh, yeah. See? So resting, it's like 48. Oh, okay. I'm going to take them through a boxing routine. Y'all stay tuned. I'm going to record it, and I'm going to put it on the, the damn uh, show. So y'all can see what he what he talking about. <laughs> I bet his heart rate go up. Oh, it's gonna go up. <laughs> it's gonna go up. That's for sure. Oh man, crazy. Stop calling me, people. I'm <laughs> trying to record a show here. <laughs> Speaking of smartwatches, yeah. Let's get into these trends. Top ten trends. Okay. Speaking of smartwatches, what would you guess is the number one trend? 2018, 2019 for fitness. Smartwatches? Wearable technology. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. They have watches and armbands where you put this thing on and it measures your output as far as power, strength, uh, range of motion, effort yeah. to tell you whether you're feather footing or if you're really working hard at the gym. It'll suggest <laughs> weight changes. To more or less weight to make you work at a more optimal level. Wow, it's it's pretty intense. Everybody needs that. It it'll correct your form because it has like a, I forget the name of this technology. It's like we'll get into it next week. Yeah, we'll get into it next week. Oh, we gonna have because to I'm drawing a that. blank. Yeah, yeah. I'm not as smart as I look. I know I know the plan. <laughs> Listen, I I don't have a smartwatch because I don't care for them, but I think they're fantastic for my clients because it gives you more motivation. Like if you're sitting down, it's letting you know, oh, you've been sitting too long. Get up. Yeah. Do something. Then you actually look forward to doing certain things. Like I got all my steps in, you know. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> you need to you need to keep that up. You need that motivation. So we're gonna go on another break. In the we're done for the day. Oh, we done. Yeah. Um, oh. But go on, check the Facebook page, read the article. Uh, we, we're going to post the article oh, every we gonna, week, and we're going to post the fail video. We're going to so post the fail out, video. You got to see this. You got to see it. <laughs> so we're going to put that on the page, comment on it, love it, and then we're going to talk about it next week. Yep. In the new, baby. We out of here. Go work out. <laughs> yeah, do something. It's leg put day. Put your smart watch on. It's leg day. <laughs> <laughs>